Alright there ladies and gents, welcome to a very special bonus episode of Stacey's Pop Culture Parlour. This is the live show segment from the Southampton Superpod, which was a 36-hour live charity podcast event over the weekend of the 25th and 26th of March. It was organised... Sorry, that noise you can probably hear in the background is my washing machine because I am a professional podcaster, what what. It was organised by a chap named Al who does the Dead Peer Society podcast. He's clearly a, a crazy person because he decided to do a whole live 36-hour thing. Uh, My slot was from two o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday the 25th of March and that's the bit you're about to hear. Before I go into that though, if you would like to donate to Comet Relief via the Southampton Superpod, they are still taking donations at superpod.co.uk. There's a big old red donate button that you can click there. Also, if you're enjoying the show, why not follow me at Stacey's Parlour on Twitter or come join the Stacey's Pop Culture Parlour Facebook group. You can find the podcast at popcultureparlour.podbean.com or on iTunes, Stitcher or the podcatcher of your choice. If you would like to leave a review at any of those places, that would be very, very nice. Unless it's a bad review, in which case, please don't do that. (laughs) Without further ado, uh, here's me in front of a live audience for the first time ever. Enjoy. It's time Time. for another live podcast. So, it has songs. Hey, um, we're live now, so shush, because I haven't introduced you yet. <laughs> it's always goes so well. <laughs> Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to an absolutely terrifying episode of Stacey's Pop Culture Parlour. I am bricking it, uh, also called Stacey, the titular Stacey, and um, today I'm going to be talking to two grown men, I think, I hope, sitting right next to me. Am I allowed to talk now? I haven't said your name. Right, sorry. You're the absolute... You've done this before, right? Every time. (laughs) Stop being such a titular. Oh. (laughs) It's the adorable Nick Pop Constantino. Hello. There isn't normally applause. I know, it's re- this is what's making me feel really sick, is that there's people looking at me and I don't know what to do because I'm, I'm sitting in front of a microphone, I'm not that interesting. But we know oh, two of them, it's fine. But that's why, maybe if I do throw up, then perhaps that'll be really entertaining, I don't know. Don't throw up. I'll try not to. I've been thrown up on once this week already, I don't need it again. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> and that other dulcet tone you heard over there is the wonderful... James Gilly. Yay! Why are you sitting so far away, James? Because well, I've got personal space issues, you know what I mean? It's okay. like, you know, he I does. Space what can I do? I thought maybe I smell, but and that's entirely possible because I'm sweating unnecessarily mm. profusely. I'm too I socially awkward to tell you you smell, Stacey, so I'm glad oh. you bring it up. It's England. Everyone's got You're a cold, fine. it's fine. <laughs> I've got, uh, uh, well, everyone's seen us here now, but I, I would like to know, because it's just occurred to me, mm-hmm. when people listen to my voice and James's voice, which one do they think is the big giant one? And which do they think is the little one? Because people's voices are bigger and smaller, aren't they? He sounds like Ray Winston. Tweet that with the hashtag superpod2017. Does this voice sound like the giant or the or the hobbit? Well, I sound like Ray Winston, but I'm actually four foot eight and I weigh about five stone. I don't. I don't know what that means. Small and light. Right. Okay. I know the height thing. I don't understand weights. You don't understand stones. I don't understand weights at all. Oh. I'm like uh, my wife. Whenever one of my friends, not one of her friends, has a baby, mm-hmm. she always says, and I'm the one relaying the information. She says, 
So, like, how? What's its name? And how? What is it? Male or female? And how? How much does it weigh? And I'm like, I don't. I don't. It's probably called John. Lots of people are called John, <laughs> and it's male. And and I, I don't know what weights. It's a girl called John. It's a it's a baby. It weighs a baby weight. That weighs how much a baby weighs. Yeah, but that can be vastly different. There was a, a news story last year, I think, about a woman who gave birth to a fourteen pound baby, which is a stone, and that seems like a really hefty. I'm doing a gesture that you guys can't see, but I think you understand what I'm trying to say yeah. about pain levels. And you implement a limb pine, it's going to sting a bit, is what you're saying. Just isn't it? a yeah. t- just a smidge. So ostensibly, this is a pop culture podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how big is the stone? <laughs> um, I don't know how to describe it in oh, how much is Stacey, a... let's throw it at him Hello. and then you can work it out. Okay. Just probably, I'll sit back. You do I mean, your best. If I, sit, if I <laughs> sit on your lap and tell you I weigh over 18 stone, would that help you? Not, not remotely. <laughs> it can't let's do sums like that well, in my head. It wouldn't help his understanding, but it might possibly uh, help his en- enjoyment of the afternoon. So, I mean, you know. James, you're so dirty. <laughs> not allowed to be dirty yet. It's pre-watershed. I think that's pretty benign. So put it away. I mean... OK, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just more comfortable sitting like this. What can I say? I like I'm going to find the youngest... Don't inhibit me! The youngest person in the room, and I'm going to play to them and not okay. use language that would be inappropriate or say things like you just no. said. Yeah, no, this so. would be, this would be uh, very... Uh, uh, PG-13. Can we go PG-13? What do we reckon? I reckon that should I'll be I'll keep it right. PG. That's the one thing that's making me the most nervous, you know, because anybody who's ever heard mm. my show before will have probably heard an awful lot of swearing. No mm. effing, no Jeffin. No, uh, I've discovered at home um, that I do not like hearing the, the BL word around my little boys because they're only small. I'm not sure I know what that means. It goes with hell. You shouldn't oh, say hell either. Okay. Do not say kill. That's a bad word. I have to tell my little four-year-old, do don't it, say kill or poo. Do you, find it that you, do you find that you come up with interesting, um, like, uh, uh, swear word fillings? So my favourite, for stub my toe, I like to shout fudge hammers. Because it's got like uh, the correct feel in your mouth, but you're keeping it clean. Okay. Yeah, he's right. Pop culture podcast. Yes, yeah, so this is a pop culture podcast. <laughs> For anyone who's not heard this before, normally I talk about pop culture and not uh, different weights and how to not really swear when you're swearing. <laughs> um, so I'm going to throw it over to you guys okay. because I'm kind of like that. I'm a lovely, gracious host or something. Um, yeah. What have you guys been watching, listening to, doing? Shall I have a go? Yeah, which, been... which history podcast have you been, been listening watching... to recently? <laughs> How long? Um, I've, been, uh, I've been watching telly. I don't, well, I've been watching Iron Fist. Okay, I, but but then I, I watched like three, four episodes of that, and it's good. I like it. I haven't really got a, like a relationship with Iron Fist. I've never. No really one that. No one did no. before five years ago. I was going to say you're going to have to sell yeah. me on it because my my thoughts about Iron Fist are mostly. Yeah, but what what I do like is I like uh, Hong Kong movies of the eighties and nineties. So I was big Jackie Chan films, so I'm kind of predisposed to like a bit of the kung fu. So I'm enjoying all of that, and I quite enjoy the fact it's quite a mysterious story that's going on. It's good, I like it. But then Netflix dropped a load of Mystery Science Theater three thousand, oh, and now that takes up all of my time. Manos, The Hands of Fate is one of the best episodes of anything that ever episoded ever. See, there you go. It really did. I haven't seen it. I feel stupid now. It's, it's a film about a cult, I think, and there's oh, right. lots of hands involved, but also a man... I don't know if I can talk about this, actually. It's pretty watershed. Oh, you but there's a man be, you know, who walks listed. funny for reasons... 
And <laughs> and let's move on. So Iron Fist was good, yeah. Iron Fist. Was good. I was going to tell you about the, uh, the the. There was a brilliant one with uh, it was uh, scant, scantily clad women get. Uh, uh, are in a plane crash and they end up on a uh, an island uh, with probably mutated spiders no. and the guy that's with them turns into a weird part spider part no. man and and like no. stuff happens it's really it's, dramatic they're it's taking good. an awful lot of liberties with Iron Fist's origin story there <laughs> <laughs> that is not how it goes yeah. I can now if I'm stuck in a room with, with yeah. James trying to podcast he like doesn't respond to any sort of signals or anything I don't I'm just barrel on see <laughs> Iron Fist's good though. You must have watched it, Nick. I haven't. Oh, well, so I, f- I feel like Marvel have kind of stuck themselves with Iron Fist and it's okay. not really their fault because they did Daredevil and then they thought, oh, we could do something interesting with Jessica Jones because that's a Bendis thing and, and it's pretty much like he writes for TV or mm-hmm. just get, like that's the sort of thing he writes for anyway. And then they had Jessica Jones, so they thought, well, Luke Cage becomes relevant at that point and he's quite an interesting character to put in the mix with Jessica Jones. And once you've got Luke Cage there... You got to start thinking. Well, well. So, what's our next linked thing? The ne- the the comic people <laughs> are going to want are going to want something that's kind of tied into this thing. And who goes with Luke Cage? And you're stuck with Iron. Fist. There isn't really anyone else. You're stuck with Iron Fist at this point. You can't bring the baby into it so soon. There's a baby. <laughs> so, so um, you've, you're stuck with Iron Fist. You've just got to get that Iron Fist series out so you can have. Luke Cage meet him in the next series. It's, they didn't really have a choice. Is that Baby Fist? What's baby that? Fist. Baby yeah, Baby Fist. Baby fist. Like, like no, a, Baby Cage. Like a baby's fist. That's a Baby Cage, yeah. isn't yeah. it? Oh, baby okay. Cage. The thing I think about the Marvel TV shows is that they stuck themselves with 13 episodes and they don't necessarily all need them. Because no. um, Daredevil was great in that it wasn't even remotely flabby. Like, every episode was like boom, here's a thing that's happening. But all I'm hearing about Iron Fist is like, oh, it takes like six episodes to really get into it. And then it sort of falls off around the middle. And I'm like, well, six episodes is the middle. <laughs> you, either, you either go with 22 episodes and you either go with 22 episodes and make it a, cre- a crime of the week mm-hmm. or a, a like a proper procedural, or you go for 10 episodes or maybe shorter. Because mm-hmm. if you're just going to do one story, that's long enough. But you can't cram... I, I don't know. I think we've talked. So, we might have talked about Daredevil. Is, is what like we're saying that uh, the problem with Iron Fist is they've picked the incorrect number of of, of episodes. That's the issue. I think there if, are a lot of only things. Only they pick the correct. I think it's great. I think it's. it's you wanted to watch martial arts though. I heard that the fights yeah. weren't as good, and the fights were really good yeah, in the right. first series of Daredevil. So I, you know, I think I like it more than the second series of Daredevil already. Oh, the second Ooh. or the second series of Daredevil. The first series of Daredevil. I was talking about. Yeah, but I haven't got all the way through it. I'm quite slow. I'm too busy listening to. History of Rome or something. Is the mic picking me up if I talk at James? Yeah. There's right, like okay, 12 good. mics and they're all. That's yeah. true. And, <laughs> and one, one in the audience. Hi. <laughs> Badonti. This is like on um, on um, one of the other podcasts, we like Harmontown or something. Well, literally only Harmontown, where something <laughs> happens on the stage and to the actual podcast listener it's meaningless but to the people in the room it's value added that's the thing is that I, this is why I keep not looking at the audience of people because I'm frightened that they're going to expect some like physical comedy and I really don't have that in me like the best I could do is maybe a small dance later perhaps I no that's fine okay if you want to Last time I was uh, last time I was recording a podcast with one of the people in the audience. He spent a lot of time complaining about the podcast. Oh <laughs> Jesse was very oh. drunk. 
<laughs> and was, was negging us a little bit. But it's fine. Drunk it's lovely. Drunk is either the best or an absolute mistake. And then at 2 o'clock in the morning, he acted like he was a dead person. We were worried he was dead. <laughs> Did no, anything no. to check? He gave me a number of frightens and I didn't like it at all. It's really <laughs> off-putting. You wait out to the middle of the night and someone comes in here, acts dead. It's really <laughs> off-putting. <laughs> Anyone could walk in off the street. Exactly. They let, they let me in through the bar. We're in a hotel. They yeah. didn't. I, I assumed I've looked at this hotel mm. at, the bo- at the bottom of this street the whole time I've been in Southampton. So mm. what, twenty-one years? I've looked at it and thought I will never ever be able to go into that place. They wouldn't let someone with my hair in. <laughs> <laughs> They've let like two, at least two people with my hair in. They are renowned so, curly-headed racists. Yeah, they really are. They don't. They don't. <laughs> They don't like the Greeks at all. Wait a minute, how much Where's longer have they got to... Stop I don't know. Pop culture! So, um, pop culture! Well, it all, the Greeks invented pop culture. Probably. Yeah. Did they? We invented a lot of stuff. I don't know. <laughs> James is the history one. Like, this is what we do, is you and I talk about something vaguely pop culture related, and then you ask James what he's been doing, yeah. and it's weird that he pulled Iron Fist and Emma's... T three hundred k whatever out of his hair, hat because his normally hat. normally he said I've been I've been uh, uh, reading lots of books about uh, uh, ancient history and do you do cricket or no you don't do, do cricket. I do cricket no I don't do cricket but like it's always it's always old old English man stuff <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's basically every time you're with me it's like a meeting of camera yeah it's nice yeah we sit in a musty old pub and talk about the nutty. Uh, hoppy flavour of our uh, our uh, bitters. I don't know. We are bitter. So MSTK three hundred K whatever. Why are you shortening it just to confuse yourself? I don't know what it is. <laughs> Mystery science theatre with a number after it. Yeah. I'm not good with numbers. Three thousand. Yeah, that's what three K means. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. I knew that. I knew that. You're nailing numbers now. This is. Uh, progressing nicely from the beginning of the podcast where numbers seem to be escaping you. <laughs> are they are they all new episodes or are they have they just crammed all of it onto Netflix? It's not all of it. It's like some of the old ones pre the new one happening. It's kind When's of the new one happening is it soon? Um Pat Oswald's gonna be in it as well, he which is, is quite exciting. Have. But um it's a bit like they did with Bob Ross and they've kind of curated mm. certain episodes so they've created a playlist. Oh I like Bob Ross. How? I haven't seen Bob Ross. That's just the old guy with the beard painting, right? He's the guy with the, the yeah. massive afro that makes just happy, that little, happy trees. little trees. Yeah. How did they curate? I mean, how did they choose? What did they? <laughs> well, did they go by the picture or by how entertaining he was in or relaxing? I guess he was in the episode. I or? would imagine they'd have like a number of criteria that they used right. to, to decide whether they liked the episode or not, and when things met those criteria, they probably decided to choose them. How many of those? How many episodes of that can you watch one after the other though before you have to stop and have a lie down? Well, I usually watch it when I'm in the bedroom, so I'm lying down when I watch it. So I've taken care of that right from the get go. Right, good, yeah. okay, good. Have you ever actually tried to paint something as he's been telling you how to paint it? No, well, it looks like it's very expensive. I'm not going to waste time on buying this. Really so I can watch him to do it for me. He knows what he's doing. What's the point of me trying it? I just feel like a failure. What was the last... Have you finished your Titanic model yet? I haven't finished my Titanic model. I'm a good way through that. But that's not really contemporary pop culture. That's scale modelling. No, that's true. Well, Titanic was a film it 20, was 20 film. years ago. Yeah. It was a terrible film. I went to see it with my like wife. It. And we were sat in front of a really drunk bloke <laughs> who seemed to take exception to all of the female characters and mutter things like words I can't say. 
uh, as female characters he had a distaste for appeared on the screen which I have to say was more entertaining to me than the film I didn't really enjoy it it dragged a bit can I, I think he could have sunk quicker on the subject of Titanic but it's not strictly about Titanic can I ask the, the other people behind the table and the room a question no. because I, I feel vaguely <laughs> I feel vaguely betrayed by pop by my fellow pop culture people um, because I thought we all agreed on not you oh. just in general I thought we all agreed on love actually and it seems more and more yeah and it seems more and more often recently I'm having conversations with people and it turns out that isn't a universal thing loads of people actually quite like some of love actually I mean I like the Alan Rickman bit I don't even like that bit I, I do it makes me sad but in a good way. I don't know how to unpick that. But, so how, like, do people actually like love, do people in the room like love, actually? No. My wife does. Yeah, my wife does too. And to be fair, this is not a very good representative sample. (laughs) No, but that's what I mean. I'm going to conduct some polling. When we put in context, like, uh, Andrew Lincoln in there is is seen as a romantic for kind of... No, he's a stalker. No, he's a stalker. He's a stalker. He's an absolute stalker. puts a creepy video together, then shows up at his best friend's door to try and get his girl with these little signs and instead of getting mace sprayed in his face which he would (laughs) he gets off with a girl I have a huge problem with that film as well for just repeatedly calling Martine McCutcheon fat because she absolutely isn't and it makes actual fat people like myself think cool blimey am I like a beached whale what is happening there are a lot of problems with it aren't there Uh, yeah I mean it exists the biggest one I think doesn't it finish with love love will fix 9-11 or something isn't that the <laughs> isn't that the I principle as well I'll, I'll be honest I fell asleep so I don't actually know what the ending is they let the they let the they let the uh, white Irish guy and his little white kid run through airport security um and, and say that, like, love will fix all of the problems of the world. And I mean, aside from anything else, we've seen that it didn't. So, um, <laughs> but. I mean, it'll fix some personal problems, I would imagine. Just not. Causes an awful lot of them. Talking, right. of, talking of gender double standards, you know? I've been watching Trolls <laughs> a, a lot. <laughs> Is it my turn? Yeah, go on. Right. So we've been watching Trolls. It was surprisingly good. I quite like Trolls, I have to say. It seems like somebody vomited a box of crayons, and and that's the part that... What bothers me about it is I feel like I'm going to get a headache. Yeah. It's so colourful. It's kind of more like a Dr. Seuss book than any of the Dr. Seuss films have been. Right. It's, It's kind of weird. The world created in it is very like weird and cool and I quite like that about it but I was watching it for about maybe about the fifth or sixth time this week and um and there's a bit where the there's a girl and she's pining after the king of the Bergens the other weird the other slightly weird thing about it oh I'm getting a little bit of feedback the other um slightly weird thing about it is that the trolls are like the little toy trolls and the baddies the Bergens are what we traditionally think of as trolls which is very confusing from an ethnic representation perspective. I don't really understand that. So, um, Nick, you shouldn't, though... Uh, I like to think you're quite woke. So it's good that, that you can be watching a movie that will challenge your perceptions and hopefully yeah. change your thinking. You know? it, can, it can be a problem. Also, the one, uh, the, the one character played by a black actor talks... Re- really, I mean, I'm not going to do the voice... 
Yeah, don't. But like, it's <laughs> that, 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 as, that aspect of it is a little bit weird. <laughs> but um, but so and the the girl is pining after the girl Bergen is pining after the prince, and they she says, "Oh, I don't love him." And the little troll pulls back the the curtain, and she's got like a like a picture, a murder board. Normally, you'd call it if you saw it in if you saw it in a detective thriller or something in a person's room. It'd be, but it's like lots of pictures of the because um, they don't have Photoshop, so it's lots of pictures. Although I don't know where she got the pictures from because they don't have cameras either. But like um, uh, lots of pictures of the the king with his face like pasted onto pictures of her and they're in lovely romantic situations and stuff and you, your instinct is to think well that's oh she's really that's unrequited love she really does love him that's if it was a boy character I feel like it would have been really it'd be really really weird yeah. if he'd done that with pictures of a girl that's weird I feel like we've come so far but we've still got so far to go I've got no point. It just weirded me out when yeah, I watched I when I saw it earlier on. I am the absolute worst host today. I'm just like, what are you even talking about? I'm um, trolls. No, I don't no. think that's possible. No. There is something they do in a... Like, I don't know if you've seen that Dodo video. It's her and David Boreanaz. And he's yes. got like these pictures of her all over his wall. And they try and make it look completely serial killer, like they're just yeah. up on the wall. Then you go to her room, and she's got all these neatly framed pictures mm. of him, and that makes it okay. She's she just a, a more ordered, yeah. uh, what's the word? A more ordered unsub. We watch a lot of Criminal Minds. She's just a much more ordered unsub. <laughs> the difference apparently between creepy and romantic is yeah. a nice frame. But he was Angelus, so... Well, he'll probably... The thing about it is, the way this works, I think... I mean, I'm not an expert, but I've watched a lot of Criminal Minds. The way this... (laughs) The way this works, I think... That absolutely does not count. Is the male unsub would probably, like... What are you even... uh, Unsubstantiated... I don't know. Creepy weird. It's like a potential... It's like a suspect. I think it's like a suspect. And um, unsub, they just say it all the time now. They don't even bother explaining it. So, um... So a male one would like he'd fixate on the person that he that he's really got the problem with and he'll kill everyone who he comes across who vaguely reminds him of them. Right. Whereas the the the, 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 the female answer would probably just really take it out on the one person she's got the problem with. Which seems more civilized really. Am I talking too much? No, it's not that you're talking too much. It's that I don't know where to go with anything that you're saying. I, well, I think what you can do... <laughs> I'd suggest you start by phoning Crime Stoppers. They may be able to give you advice on what to do with someone who's clearly revealing themselves as partially psychopathic no, and on the verge of committing a murder. I just watch a lot of Criminal Minds. Yeah. Not on my own. I watch it with my wife. It's I just a, it's a, like a lot a of murders. Family what thing. can I say? I, I feel like maybe you should stop for a little while. Watching Criminal Minds? And just Mind. watch something else. Murdering. Like The Missing. <laughs> you know, it's still no, not The Missing. We just no. watched all of that as well. Oh what are you doing to yourself? Worrying. Mainly worrying. <laughs> that seems like a programme that's designed for making already anxious people extra anxious about things they'd never even thought about happening to them or their loved ones. Yeah, oh, it's really good, though. I mean, the is missing. it, though? It, it was. I thought it was good. Grim. Well, yeah, but it's... You know, but the performances and the the, the the presentation and the fact that it isn't Broadchurch <laughs> means, although it doesn't have what's her name, who I love, Olivia Coleman. Do you not like Broadchurch? I, I mean, I like it, but then I but then I realise I've got this. Have I talked to you about my problem with British drama? 
No. Our British drama is beloved. Settling everyone. <laughs> British drama is beloved in the US and in lots of other parts of the world. It's like this. It's a cut above everything. And what it seems to come down to when you listen to people really talking about it is that the seasons are shorter and people are tired of long, long seasons. Mm-hmm. But then you watch Broadchurch and you're thinking, oh, oh, but I like these actors and they're, they're really acting. And the camera, they've got a nice camera and they're pointing at nice things and it looks nice. <laughs> and you feel like, and you want to know how it turns out because like you care about the people because they're really acting they're really acting the heck out of these scenes the mother whose son has died she really looks like her son's died and it's really really sad and you want to know what happened but then none of the characters in it actually behave the way you would the the main detective who's supposed to be the detective that you're really following who is played by david tennant who really acts it he really really acts it he doesn't do anything that someone investigating a crime would do. He sets up weird scenarios that people can escape from, and it's really ob- obvious that people. It's just rub. It's just rubbish. The plot's just. Ru- it's just rubbish. See, I've never watched it because I felt like I don't like watch watching crimey things because I'm at crimey things. Crimey. That's the technical term. Yeah. Um, I don't like watching crime dramas and stuff because it just makes me nervous about everybody I see. You know how everybody has that thing of like, oh, you know, so many percent of women say they don't feel safe on the streets. And I'm like, well, if you asked me, though, I would say that because of like, what if I saw a spider? Right. Like, what if there was a stray dog? Your bars you lower. Know, yeah. Could it, what could if it, there's a baby? Oh, they're terrifying. Could it be, though, Stacey? I'm, I'm going to use this as an example to reassure you. Could it be that crime is happening all the time and you're not noticing it? Now, take, for example, on our way uh, into this hotel, we were part of a Haribo-related assault. We were. But, you know, we all we managed to, to happily shake that off and come in. We haven't been damaged. It's happening all around you. You shouldn't be concerned about it. You're constantly being crimed. I, I was. He's right. I was waiting for a bus. Uh, I was waiting for a bus up in Portswood. Woo, woo. Any locals in? Right. Um, it's it's where it's near where I live. Um, I was waiting for a bus up there, and I saw a man who might have been homeless or just drunk. I'm not sure. And I was like, "Well, I'm going to nod. I'm not. I'm. I'm not going to prejudge or anything." And then he walked out of my peripherals. And then I turned around a minute later, and he was weighing up against a wall in broad sight so of glad everywhere. You said nice. And yeah, I mean, oh yeah, no, you're right. It could have been worse, <laughs> couldn't it? And I was like, well, I guess, I guess, I just pretend that that isn't happening. That's what you do. But that's a crime, isn't it? You can't just weigh up against walls, can you? I don't think so. Oh, see, now I live in Shirley, and if this was a later show, I'd tell you what a friend of mine caught a man doing when he was sat on top of a bus stop. Shirley's so, a local place, it isn't a person, Stacey. Um, so pop culture is definitely a thing that this podcast is about. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody watch Love? Oh, I, started, I started watching the first season recently. Okay, oh... How far are you? Well, the second I mean, season just dead. Yeah, I've just watched the whole of the second season. I don't care. Spoil no, it. I don't care. None of these people are going to watch it. I mean, I'm not, it. I don't want to spoil it anyway because that's rude. Um, but it's really good. Is it? The, the thing I found... So I've only watched the first two episodes, so I can probably talk about it without really spoiling yeah. the overarching thing. Right. So it's about um, uh, Gillian... What's her? Jacobs. Jacobs, who I love. She's in Community. And this guy who I don't know who's Paul really who's really feckless. Is he always feckless, or is that just his character? Uh, no, I, I didn't get the impression him. he's acting. Yeah, no, I think that's right. just what he's like. And they both have breakups at roughly the same time, and they're both all, they're, they're both really damaged people in very different ways. But yeah, yeah, and the way the whole thing is, and I think she might be more of an awful person, but she's still kind of likable. Mm-hmm. And 
uh, the way the whole thing's set up, you, you know that they're gonna that it's gonna be about them meeting each other and 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 that the the title love might be a little bit cynical because of the sort of comedy it is. So it might be a bit difficult. But in the first two episodes, it just seems really chilled out. The whole thing just seems really. They just they meet each other and they get on okay, and you get the feeling there might be chemistry there and it might play out. But it all seems really low intensity and nice, and I liked it, and it didn't make me feel bad about people. Oh. Does it get? Does it get awful? <laughs> it doesn't get awful, uh, but neither of them are particularly great people. Oh no, no, they're awful, good, awful people. Um, which made I, me feel good about myself. I was going to say I kind of like watching programs about awful, awful people mm. because it makes me feel good about myself when <laughs> I'm being good, and also sort of validates when I'm being a tit. Yeah, <laughs> I had to really censor myself there. <laughs> really censor myself. It's biology. That's just biology. It's fine. <laughs> You're the titular host. I am. It's fine. I think you have to call yourself a breast for it to be clinical. Right, right okay. Yeah. No, that's, can't that's call true. I a knocker or something. I was being such a testicle. Though? Now, people are eating donuts in front of me, and I think that's unfair. Yeah, they it's really, really mean about it as well, weren't they? I saw that, and he, Mike thought he was doing some real surreptitious donut work there. I saw. Uh, Mike, I see you've gone for the uh, glazed ring. And um, uh, Jesse, uh, a chocolate covered field thing. Wonderful, yeah. Greenfield. Good. Greenfield. See, so, yeah, yeah. it sounds oh dirty, gosh. but it, it, I mean, it doesn't really. That was an accurate description. It's not. Of what it's doing not here. fair. I thought I my day fell apart on my way over here, so I completely failed to get any lunch. That's really bad. You people are awful. I'm sorry. We just went to Five Guys. As you were talking about trolls and you kept saying burgers, I kept hearing burger and I was like, oh, do you remember that good burger? What is a Five Guys? Is it a burger place? This counts as pop culture because they've got a a brand and stuff. But each burger is made up of components of five separate guys. Right. Is it the same Five Guys every time? No, obviously not. That wouldn't be sustainable, would it? (laughs) No, not. I mean, I don't know know how long it's been around, maybe. They've got Five Guys. I'll make burgers out of it. That's only going to last for a very finite amount of time, I'm with your murderous tendencies, Mitch. I'm not a murderous tendency. That doesn't make sense. I'm so glad I invited you guys on. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's... that's... Oh, I love you. Oh, good. I love I you too. But so, love, we were talking oh, about... We were talking about love. I thought it was going to be like Catastrophe and it wasn't like Catastrophe. I don't know what that is. Is it Catastrophe I'm thinking of? What's the thing with Sharon Horgan and Catastrophe? Oh, it's wonderful. Is it really good? Yeah, but they're really... I mean, if watching horrible people on screen makes you feel better about yourself, you're going to feel like you've been to a flipping spa. (laughs) Not the shop. (laughs) After watching Catastrophe. (laughs) Have you ever seen You're the Worst? No, but uh, it sounds like the, it sounds like that. The, it implies that maybe there are bad people in yeah, it. Yeah, they're terrible people, and I was going to try and judge how terrible the people in Catastrophe were based on the people from You're the Worst, but um, oh, that's not going to help if you haven't seen it. It's Sharon Horgan was in. What was the show she was in? Was it Pulling? Yeah, where she was with, and they were all awful people as well. But she's more awful in catastrophe. Right. They're just awful, but they're also believable, which I think may may mean I'm either awful or I know lots of awful people. Yeah, I think that's the thing I like about love is that um, I do know a lot of awful people, and Hello. I think I'm I think I'm mostly awful if I'm really honest. Um, so that show it's quite nice because it does it it does feel like something that. A lot of the things that they say are easily things that I would come out with or that my friends would come out with, but a lot more eloquently put than I would ever say them. 
Um, but it's also entertaining, like much more entertaining than me right now. So you're doing <laughs> fine. It's okay. Oh, you're do doing really well. I mean, it definitely the script you're working from was worth taking oh, the time. It's fantastic. Over. It's good. I'm really glad I bought this red nose as well because I was going to wear it while we were recording, but it really has a massive effect on him. <laughs> I want people to hear it. It's um, like we gave you helium or something. It's, uh, you've got one of the red noses that kind of really isn't a red nose. I mean, it? it's a jib, isn't it? It is um, a bit. It's an absolute jib because it's almost 100 percent white. Um, yeah. I don't know how well this is translating to everybody at home. What's your it's an absolute nightmare on my face. Can I try it? Go for Wait, it. what's your nose? Because I'm a bit. I'm, I'm not clean. really. It's a clean nose. Oh, you're I'm, I'm not for my nose disease now. When did they stop making them go over the whole nose? Yeah, it's a balancing act, mm. isn't it? But I've got this little white bubble on the end of my nose. If I if I if I'm in profile, you can see. Um, I do not like this. Helps. Well, take it off then. You okay. don't have to wear it. <laughs> I, was, um, I was trying to deliver a, a lecture to my daughter last night on the privilege she enjoys living up, uh, living in this day and age. Uh, even though, like, you know, the planet's going to superheat and she's stuffed. But never mind. It's fine. <laughs> She'll be long that, dead by then, yeah. won't she? But apart from that, oh, I don't know. Oh, I, t- oh, I read a thing that I'll tell you about in another podcast. Okay. But um, <laughs> The next podcast. Maybe. Maybe it might come up. Ask me about Siberian permafrost. I'm not going to remember that. But I, I was saying to her, she doesn't know how lucky she is. She was refusing to wear a, a red nose. And I was saying, well, I remember the first red nose day. I was in, my, my, I think, my mid-teens. Went to school. I mean, you you got a proper red mark around your nose for wearing those things for a day. It was almost torture. I mean, I don't say it was actually torture. It's literally the worst thing anyone had to deal with at that particular (laughs) time. In fact, the majority of the appeals that night were for reconstructive surgery on children who'd been... Yeah, it's like that's basically the the years following that first one have have all been about fixing people's noses. Absolutely, It's kind of counterproductive. Yeah. I mean, they've got better since... I've got a thought about Moana. Oh, go on. And li- Can I and just start <clears throat> singing songs from Moana. Then? No, that, that is that is always tempting. But we talked about Moana the last time I was on uh, Stacey's pop culture parlour. We talked about Moana a lot. I don't think you'd seen it at that I point. No, I've seen it three times. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I've got two sons, so I've seen it lots of times. That's not that's not an excuse because they won't watch it because the volcano it scares them too much. That volcano so I just watch it by myself. It's kind of terrifying. <laughs> yeah, but um, it's I think I think that um, and this isn't me overthinking it. This is just me thinking it about it. Be. I just find this interesting. I don't think this was deliberate. I do not think this was a deliberate thing. Don't at me with your hashtags. <laughs> <laughs> but. I think, isn't the only white actor on the whole thing? Doesn't he play a crab who steals artefacts from, like, all of the indigenous cultures and just adorns himself with them <laughs> to make himself know. look nice? I don't know, because aside from aforementioned actor and Dwayne Johnson, I don't know who else is in Moana. I think they're, they're, they tried they tried really hard to pick mostly, um, like, Pacific, I don't think it's Hawaiian people, but Pacific Islanders and stuff. I'm really bad at getting the names of places wrong, so my geography might end up making me offensive. Yeah, but watching you dance around it is brilliant. It's well, I don't think like it's good. It's good. You're doing a good job so far. I don't think they were Hawaiian. So okay. are you asking when are white people finally get a, get a break in movies? Yeah, that's what I'm basically... <laughs> seems really unfair. <laughs> that Jermaine Clement... And the thing is, I don't... I, 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 I don't think... Um, <laughs> My two favourite Disney films are the two vaguely Hawaiian ones, though. Lilo and Stitch is awesome. That is a good film. Uh, but is it Lilo and Stitch? No, it's... Negatis. Oh, it's Lilo, Lilo and Stitch. In the film, don't they? Yeah. Hmm? 
That's Lila. No, they call her Lila. So it's called Lila and Stitch, but the character's called Lilo and Stitch, just to keep things... She, she's not called Lilo. The character's her called Lilo. Stitch. No. <laughs> she's on a pool inflatable throughout half the movie. It gets confusing. Where? Yeah. Where? When does the, the... Oh, she calls him Stitch. When she thinks he's a dog. I think so. Anyway, so... I haven't seen that for a while. Um... I can't remember what my point was. Yeah, I think that I think that New Zealand, though, I don't know, but isn't New Zealand one of the only places where the like the white settlers and the indigenous people actually have quite a like an almost symbiotic relationship? Well, wasn't there only a couple of hundred years between um, uh, originally New Zealand originally being settled and then white settlers getting there? So the, the, yeah, the Maori, if, yeah, if, sure. If I believe it or not, the Maori culture isn't as as ancient as the Aboriginal culture, which is obviously on predates European but you people living in Europe, doesn't it? I can always rely on them with the, the history and the I geography. I don't know anything about history, really. It's really bad. I could Google it. I mean, you don't have to. I won't. <laughs> I had a cousin who, who was partially married, and he told me all about it. So I consider myself to be somewhat of an expert. You had it all... <laughs> <laughs> is that a tragic story? Oh yeah, no, no, no. We we spoke about it on two. Oh two yeah. Back, so I went to his funeral. Yeah. And they did a, a. He had a nice sort of wicker basket. No, but they did a hacker at his funeral. Which so which I'm I'm with the family, and I'm I'm in the front row. I tell you what, you don't. Want you to look get the, the type f- as well. You don't want to get in the front row of a hacker being done right at you because it blows your air right back. It's you'd be awesome at that though. You're a big old. Yeah, but I don't know the words, so I'll be rubbish. I don't know I'd just if be, anyone really just does. just sticking my tongue out and I don't think it's hard about. to learn words. You just follow on with the person oh. next to you. It's like singing hymns at school. You don't need to know the words. You just need to approximately mouth them as you're hearing them. So if a white guy gets up with a bunch of Maori guys and just starts going, nah, nah, nah. Well, that's cool. That's that. See, that's. Hard to be aware of your surroundings, darling. I've just, I've just <laughs> broken a microphone, and it's possibly been a bit racist. But I'd be the crab from um, Moana. Yeah, maybe yeah, you'd I be just like be... the crab from Moana. Have I you seen Moana? No. Tell us about the crab from Moana, James. Oh, he sounds like a real rotter. I mean, he is. Tell us a bit yeah. more about him. Um, like, he, he How takes, big is he? Oh, he's about crab size, I'd say. So <laughs> roughly like a medium-sized crab, probably. He really doesn't know anything about this film. No, That's not going to be as much fun as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> so, what do you want to talk about, Stacey? Hey, I will talk about anything. I mean, one thing that's quite pertinent to today uh, is the fact that Reagan and Starburst Series 2 has just come out. Ooh. Which is an audio drama that I star in, and I am... Internally doing a sick about people hearing it. I'm so nervous. She's well bricking it. I am. She's been well bricking it since she recorded it. Yeah, which was last May. So, you know, no stress or anything. What does bricking it actually mean? Um... (laughs) Where does it come from? I think think pre-Watershed. I can't really describe it. Just at which point would you run out of bricks? <laughs> um, Move off this. Yeah. Her show's normally a lot better than this. It's only like this I'm when really I'm on it. I'm really nervous, <laughs> and Nick's insane. So I mean, <laughs> normally it's marginally better than this. Um, no, what's I Reagan, love you. What's Reagan and Starburst about? Okay, Reagan and Starburst is a, an audio drama, comedy, sci-fi, Hitchhiker's Guide esque six-part series. Uh, I was not in series one, so some people might think it's the better of the two. Um, But I've read the script for series two because I was in it, and I think it's better, but not because I'm in it. 
just because it's better. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really scared. I'm so frightened. I tried to play it to somebody at work the other day because I was like, oh, I've got I've got an early bird copy because I'm in it and stuff. And, and I say the first line in the whole thing and uh, immediately turned it off and ran away. <laughs> Had a little oh. cry in the toilet. Oh. Bet how embarrassed I was. <laughs> that is what work toilets are for, though. Yeah, do good the, do the voice host, Stacey. You did the voice yesterday. It's brilliant. Uh, yes, well, I play a character who is a librarian in a space library and she's incredibly posh. Um, she also really wants to capture a paradox so that she might expand her library into the infinite. Oh, I want to borrow some space books from you. That's brilliant. <laughs> Somehow that sounded pervy, but go I on. don't. Everything he says sounds that way, Stacey. <laughs> it's like if Ray Winston had been in Carry On movies for his entire film career. Carry on now. <laughs> you don't have to do a voice. That's just it's just what you yeah. sound like. Uh, where, where's, where can you get it? I don't know. It only came out this morning, <laughs> and I was <laughs> I was too busy being nervous about this to be to be. Oops, sorry. Oof. Okay, well I know that it's definitely available on iTunes and SoundCloud. I think it's like on a WordPress. If you Google Raygun and Starburst, I'm sure you'll yeah. find it. It's two ends, isn't it? Yeah. It is Raygun and Starburst. I think if you've got an internet connection, there's a good chance you'll be able to get hold of it by typing those words into something. Yeah, don't do it in this hotel because we're really relying on this internet connection to not die. Yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'll stop. Yeah, stop it. Okay. It is. You can Google Reagan and Starburst and it comes up. It is a WordPress. There you go. I um, listened to the first series. It's very good, isn't because it? Because I... Yes, it is. But I, I didn't know it would be. I, it, I, I listened to the first series because I knew them and they wanted... I'd run a disastrous panel for one of the guys involved like a few years before and I thought it had been I thought it had gone disastrously but he asked me back to do one at uh, London Super Comic Con for Raygun and Starburst and I I was like oh okay because I always say yes if I'm asked Uh, obviously (laughs) Um, so um, I so I had to listen I quickly crammed it and listened to it but I thought I hate audio I hate audio dramas and stuff. I'm. This is going to be really awkward because I'm going to have to pretend that I don't hate it to people that I like. And it was actually really good. It was good. I, I laughed. I was walking the dogs and I laughed a few times out loud in the street, which doesn't happen as often as you might think, listening to me. <laughs> I always have that problem with podcasting that I look like a crazy person on the bus because hmm. I'm often just going... <laughs> suddenly realising where I am I also once sang a song in Japanese on the bus and then realised where I was and then realised I don't know what those words meant in English so I could have been being really offensive you could have probably were yeah I mean I imagine Japanese in a Brummie accent isn't great anyway (laughs) Um, I think it probably would be I don't know I'm not going to sing just in case you were all excited about that I mean if we spent five minutes uh, shouting and clapping do it do you think that would help yeah I think that would really help I think that would really fill out the podcast because we've still got like an hour left it'll be fine (laughs) it's going to be harder for the people in the audience than it is for us so um, (laughs) it's like the thing with podcasts it's like I'm not in here with you you're all trapped in here with me that's the raw shark attitude and the correct one to take when podcasting trap your audience the door's open they can get out if they want also the, well, there's a window behind us which looks like it opens all the way but that's what um, I'm going if it really gets better the um, the my uh, little boys have got to the point where they're allowed to 
go on our phones and find stuff on YouTube, but they've got to the point where they're starting to search and find more and more sketchy stuff, and we have to be care- careful with them. And um, uh, my littlest, who just turned two, he's obsessed with Let It Go, the song from uh, Frozen. And this morning, he found a video, and it said, Let It Go, brackets, Japanese. So here's an interesting thing that I've noticed on YouTube that's literally only started recently. The algorithms for finding licensed stuff on there are really, really good and have been for the the longest, longest time. I once took a video of my son and there happened to be something on the telly in the background it wasn't even on and it... It, it muted the audio on it because it, it realised that it was an episode of House or something in the background. So um, so people do more and more things to try and steal other people's content and uh, steal other people's content, put it up there so that they can get the ad revenue and the clicks on it. So there's loads of things where people just speed up a song slightly or slow it down slightly or whatever. That isn't pertinent to what I'm saying. It's just something I noticed this morning. <laughs> Fantastic. My, but my son found a video and it said, let it go, in brackets, Japanese version. Uh, and and um, and he, he put it on. He listened to it. And I looked at the metadata. And literally what somebody, I'm assuming like American or, or uh, English, but probably... Oh, or English from England, but probably someone in the uh, English-speaking world had literally just played the song Let It Go backwards and stuck the audio over the video of the thing and said it was Japanese because that's... <laughs> that's not right, is I it? I don't think that's how languages work. No, I don't think <laughs> it is. I'm pretty certain that is absolutely not how languages work. That is not right at have all. Have you considered the possibility that uh, somehow you... you gain the ability to understand Japanese. So did you have a, like, a blow to the head? Anything that happened to you? Maybe you were uh, struck by uh, some sort of radiation? Because you think I understood what the yeah. video said. No, it said underneath, underneath in the metadata, yeah. it said this is just the audio backwards. I didn't oh. know what it was. It just sounded like Japanese to me because okay. like, I can't tell the difference. Okay. Also, when you said the thing about your cousin earlier on yeah. and I said, is this a tragic one? And you yeah. acted like... Um, I should remember that we talked about your cousin. Yeah. You forget that I'm a Greek Cypriot, okay. and we keep track of our entire families, and they tend to breed a, a lot. Okay. So when you say cousin, I'm thinking mm. literally hundreds of. In my head, I'm thinking there's probably hundreds of them. Everyone has hundreds of cousins, surely. No, I think he was pretty singular. He's definitely an individual. I don't think there were multiple versions of him. All right. Okay. But well, I can't prove that. I just don't know. <laughs> have you watched Logan? You talked about Logan on your last episode. But we yes, I have watched Logan. Um, I don't know if that's, uh, you know, quarter to three safe. No, I can't really talk about all of the things I want to say about it involve how much the violence made me F and Jeff afterwards and what? during. No, it was good. Oh, okay. I thought you meant... In the, fir- in the first five minutes, I was thinking uh, people had gone on about it being violent, and I thought, they mean Deadpool violent. They mean cartoon violence. This is going to be, like, no. annoying. No, and then... Um, and Or they're going to mean violent for a superhero movie. And then in the first five minutes... It isn't a spoiler to say it gets quite violent quite quickly. In the first five minutes, I was literally giggling in my... Not because I find violence funny. It's just you it surprised yourself, me. It just surprised me. Stop watching so many crime shows and being weird about it. <laughs> I, don't, I can't reiterate this enough. Watch something happy. Have you ever had... Has any, have any of your episodes ever ever been an intervention? 
I think you'd be really good at it. Never before, but I think this one might be. I think this one might be. I I feel like I should just go out and buy like a load of Disney movies. No, that wouldn't help because there's loads of death in that. My oldest son has started not just gliding past those bits. It's really weird. We're watching films that we've watched hundreds of times, and he's like, "Where did, where did the mummy go?" Where are the other baby? Where are Nemo's other brothers and sisters? Yeah. It's Big uh, Hero 6 that gets me, because that one already starts with no parents. Yeah. And then immediately kills a brother. Yeah. Like, what are you doing to children everywhere? It also kind of implies that you can't do anything worthwhile with your life unless no. there's a tragedy. Yeah. Uh, which is a bit of a grim message to be sending. But it's okay, because there's songs. <laughs> the songs in Moana are so delightful. They are, aren't they? I'm a bit obsessed with listening to You're Welcome on the bus and then trying yeah. not to dance. Because I still can't get the words. No. I, it's like um, the, the we've been so indoctrinated in the Frozen songs that I know most of them, although I couldn't sing them. That's not. I'm not hinting that I'm going to burst into song. Um, and you Don't. wouldn't want that anyway. I hate Frozen so yeah. much. But um, Moana, the, it seems like there's a lot of... Uh, they talk very. They talk really quickly. They sing really quickly, and it's really exciting. But I don't think I've quite got the words yet. Well, that's a shame. Isn't oh, it? it's so good. <laughs> what songs would you like to sing, Nick? <laughs> you're, I like your welcome. Your welcome's really, really that good. Is you're welcome. Yes. You're welcome for the moon and the stars and the sea. He lies to them in song. He lies to her in song. He bamboozles her into a trap yeah. in song. It's quite oh, wow. good. Yeah. Which um, which I find are that only sort of confusing because he sings a lot about all the stuff that he's done, like he lassoed the sun and he like built some mountains and he did all this cool stuff. But he needs her boat, even though he can fly, because apparently mm. he can't float. And I'm like, just fly off, mate. You know, he can't do any of it without his hook. weren't you paying attention to the but lyrics or the story? It? Where does he get? Where does he get it? Okay, no, I have got a notoriously terrible memory, and I have. I've seen this three times, and now I'm thinking I actually don't know at what point he gets his hook. So, it. He needs the boat to go somewhere and get the hook, I assume, so that he can start doing... Yeah, because the, 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 the hooks... He's, oh, he's, he's quite impressive, but he can't really do much without his hook. He can lie to people uh, in song, mm-hmm. but he... Um, he he can't really do much without the hook. He does all of that stuff with a hook. It's like a main plot point in the film is he has to go and get the hook. You know the crab has the hook on his back. That's, it, that's where he gets that's it from. That's why he... And he just <laughs> yes. has it at the beginning. I mean, I don't think this is a spoiler. You only have to have seen the trailer, really, to, to get the gist Shut of this. Shut up, Nick. <laughs> 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 James hasn't said any words for a while. You're right, James. <laughs> I don't think he's seen Moana. I, I know loads of words. I won't really use as many of them as you like. Um, I like the, what sort of hook is it? Is it a small hook or a big hook? And I take it it's a magic hook. It's a giant magic fish hook. Why, if you've got a magic item, would it be a hook? That doesn't seem to make any sense I to me. Just... It's like a wand or something that's convenient to carry about. It's just a know? different culture. It's fine. Just let it go. Well, I don't understand different cultures from mine. I've, I've had a very narrow range of experiences in my life. Yeah, that's true. I didn't true. commit yeah. to that, did I? That no, I didn't either. Could have, could have really belted it out, but I hate that song some. It's your fault. You maybe said words. It's a magic fish hook. It's like Hawkeye's crossbow. Like fish hook. Or a normal size. A bow and arrow. Right. It's magic. Hold yeah. on. What? No, it isn't really. Hawkeye's crossbow is it? Uh, bow and arrow isn't magic. No, it isn't. Have you noticed how really, 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 really more and more powerful he seems to be becoming in the Marvel Universe, though, considering he's just a bloke with bow and arrow? I mean, he's still really boring, though, isn't he? Yeah. Is that because, is that because the guy in Arrow is supposed to be really, really good, even though he's just got a bow and arrow? What, Green Arrow? Yeah, Green Arrow, Arrow. Okay. Oliver Queen. Green he, like, he's in, a, he's in a fight in one of the episodes I saw... 
he's in a fight with the Flash. They keep challenging each other, like challenging themselves against each other, and it's like the Flash can. I mean, this this might be me being ignorant, but does an arrow from a bow and arrow go faster than a bullet? I or, don't know. If you shot a whole bunch of them, could they go back in time? Because we're li- <laughs> we're, we're given we're given yeah. to understand that the Flash can go fast enough that he can oh, time yeah, travel can and stuff like that. Travel. But <laughs> they still have a little challenge with each other every time they see each other to see who can win. And it's like, well, obviously the Flash can win. Obviously. Nick, are you under the impression that if you get people to fire multiple arrows, that their combined velocity... Well, so they, they combine into a single arrow and like they will take on uh, an accumulating amount of velocity as a result? Not me, James. Not me, the CW. Oh, OK. I don't know who the CW <laughs> who, are, who are the CW? I mean, they seem very shady to me. Yeah. I don't know what it even stands for, but it's a network that basically likes to just have a lot of, like teen to young adult people just Shady. arguing for no good reason yeah. like getting really cross with each other for absolutely no reason but they're also pretty though I mean they are well some of them are it's a Smallville a CW show I don't know it feels like Dawson's Creek and the OC and Smallville were probably all from the same because they're all basically the same mm. thing but you change the place and you maybe change superpowers if it's one of the ones with superpowers in or without superpowers if it's Arrow and um I don't like Arrow. I have given up on all of the DC TV shows now. No, but you'll miss the musical episode. No, I've watched the musical episode. All right. I haven't uh, seen I it. I had to because my husband still watches all of the DC TV shows. Um, so I'm around when some of them are on. Uh, the musical episode was tapped, though. Um, oh, I'm not, I don't want to spoil it, but basically the resolute. Do you remember when the musical episode of Buffy happened? Yeah. And then the demon at the end was like, oh, I want to marry a, whoever it was who conjured me up. I'm going to... We're gonna. It's gonna be great. Shotgun wedding, and uh, and then it was like turned out to be Xander, and he was mm-hmm. like totally homophobic. And, Total oh, gay I'm panic. Gonna, yeah. I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna yeah. see myself out, and he runs off. It's probably the ending to the Flash musical episode is probably more disappointing than that. Yeah, I wasn't as woke back then, so I thought, well, of course he wasn't <laughs> expecting it to be Xander. He was expecting it to be Buffy. That's fine. I understand that. But then he's an ancient demon, isn't he? It hadn't occurred to me to be bothered by that until you mentioned it. No, I don't now think I really you should be bothered am. by it because he's an ancient demon. And it's okay if you're an ancient straight demon to go, I don't want to marry a guy. But he turns everything into musical <laughs> theatre. <laughs> ancient demons can't help it. It's just their conditioning. Yeah, I suppose. They're from another time, mate. Yeah. yeah. Um, Back when they were born. That was just how things were. Yeah. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> but the uh, the musical episode of Flash as well needs more songs. It's really light on music. Isn't it half the people from Glee are in it or something? Yeah, I think that's why they did it really, is because they were like, hey, these guys can sing. Not like that episode of Buffy when yeah. nobody could, even though some of them were in bands. Doesn't make a lot of sense. I uh, the um, the James Masters performance in that show is it James Masters something of the Spike? Yeah, um, has approximately the same effect for me as Love Actually does. <laughs> in that people do really really seem to like it, and but I, all I can hear is the the croaky crackiness. And weirdly, Sarah Michelle Gellar's bits sound okay because they have to slather her with so much auto tune or whatever to make it even <laughs> sound halfway good that it sort of levels her out somewhat. I'm just going to come out and say that I didn't really like Buffy. Oh, I know that's. I didn't. She was. Oh, annoying. I've broken Jesse's heart. Uh, I'm really sorry. I, I am really. That's sorry. That's okay. It's all right. But not it's to not like for it. me. 
It's not for you, Stace. Uh, I'm, I'm with you. I didn't care for it either. Rich wants to rewatch it all, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to have a really long hair washing session ahead of me. <laughs> <laughs> what, seven seven <laughs> seasons seven of twenty two episodes. Of hair oh no, the first really. season was shorter. So, um, I I mean, I get that. I because that's one of those shows where, in fact, all of these shows are roughly the same. Where you're supposed to really care about the main character and it's always the supporting characters I like more than the main character. And now, when I think back to Buffy, even though I always kind of fancied Willow to begin with, it was age-appropriate at the time. Mm-hmm. I wasn't 43. <laughs> Mind you, and she's older now. Alison Hannigan's older now, so it's all fine. Um, and married and happy, and I'm married and happy, and it, it's all good um, most of the time. So, but... When I think about it now, I think about Anya. I think Anya was an amazing character, and she doesn't even really turn up or mm. um, or become prominent until later on. But she has all of the best stuff, and her job is basically to point out how ob- obnoxious. Basically, she's there to to pour. Um, I'm worried that in that little rant, I might have sworn a couple of times. Did I swear? Yeah, loads. Yeah. Did I? I didn't notice any swears. Yeah, there was all sorts going on there. F's I accidentally dropped one earlier, and no one seemed to notice. So I'm quite happy there. I, <laughs> I realised because I was about to swear, and and then I thought, oh no, I'm not allowed what to swear. What we should do? We should have a protracted conversation about swearing to make Al really nervous. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what he needs. Right? I keep feeling like there should be a swear jar and whatever's in it at the end of the day, we just lob into the fund. I had a swear jar at work, and within two months, we'd raised £50. Very wow. proud of myself. <laughs> <laughs> Mine would be, like, within an afternoon. Yeah. Our computer systems are really slow. There's a lot of, a lot of blueness in the air. I um, used to... I got used to not swearing when I didn't... When I wasn't supposed to. When I worked at Forbidden Planet, and the office there was open plan to the shop, and... I was sort of in charge. So, well, I was in charge, not sort of in charge. So um, as in charge as any middle manager ever is, you know. <laughs> and um, and so I made sure we had a no swearing rule in the office or anywhere because you could hear it and didn't want customers hearing it. And I thought that was going to be the hardest thing, getting these people uh, working in a retail environment that's often stressful not to swear. So then I started working in a library in a college with librarians and thought, well, it's probably going to be roughly the same. I'm very, I'm very well spoken. My, I don't swear too much. This is all going to be fine. And within six months, I was just swearing all the time because all of the the old guy who was working there used to swear all the time. A lot of the librarian ladies who were really buttoned up wearing cardigans, they were swearing all the time. They swear so much, librarians. Very salty. They do the 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 bad ones. They do the less bad ones. I swear all the time. I know you do. And I'm so, this is why I'm so nervous. I don't want to drop a really terrible word. You use the really terrible ones I know, as well. I really yeah. do. Yeah. Overuse even. Yeah, you you go where we dare not. I'm allowed to because I'm a lady. Exactly. Can get away with it. Actually, funny enough, at the same cousin's funeral, there was a uh, there was a, an old lady who mm-hmm. decided to give a, at a wake. She decided to give a really loud speech on how um, women should reclaim that word. Oh, which I thought was brilliant. Is is dick a swear word? It isn't. Oh, is it? Man. 
it is today. Yeah, that's. I used it. I used it at the, at the lunch table I'd, within I mean, hearing of my use, children, and and my Willie wife's really scowled instead. at me. <laughs> Willie, oh, that's better. Willie's fine. We you don't do say poo unless we need a poo or we've had a poo. What's wrong with the word poo? Now that's what my son says to me now every time. It's difficult. My wife decided now was the time to stop him. So, I mean, this is the other podcast, really, but my um, <laughs> my wife decided that we were going to stop him just casually using the word poo. Uh, but I clearly didn't get the message. She probably did tell me, but like I probably wasn't listening. And um, and so I've still been using it constantly around. So now my son keeps telling me I'm not to use it. But it's like, well, you're four years old. I'm your dad. I can say whatever I blooming well, blooming well want. I accidentally taught my niece the word poo uh, because she's a bit obsessed with watching videos on people's phones and it doesn't matter what there are videos of. Um, so she likes watching one of me playing my Ocarina of Time. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm Pop a cool culture nerd. reference. That was good. I liked it. Um, but uh, I fluff up the song. I'm motioning. Um, I fluff up the song sort of towards the end and go, oh, poo, right at the end mm. of the video. And, of course, as soon as she saw that, she started just running around the house shaking, oh, poo, oh, poo, poo. Are you her hero? I may or maybe. Do you um, – so before, how old was she when she learned that from you? Uh, this was about a month ago, so she was one and a bit. What species did she think Winnie was? She, I don't think she's had any contact with Winnie. Is he? Is is it a particular sort of bear? What a poo! A poo bear. I no, poo bear is just his nickname because his name's Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, he is a specific sort of bear. He's a stuffed bear. <laughs> so what? So why is he a poo? But that's what Christopher Robin called him. That is his his official name is hyphenated Winnie yeah. the Pooh. Yeah, it's Chris well, Robin's problem. There's an R in it as well for some reason. That's not something. That's matter. not a nickname you give someone when you just met them. That's not appropriate. I'm just a kid who calls a toy Winnie. To be honest, that's no. a terrible name. What are you doing? For a for a pet bear, it is. If it was a horse toy, that would make more sense because they Winnie. Aha! Well done. No. I was struggling so poo. hard. They do also poo, so that would almost <laughs> make sense. They do it a lot. It's the well, incorrect poo. spelling oh, yeah. of Winnie, so therefore it would have been <laughs> even more inappropriate to call it horse. Is it Winnie with a silent H? Winnie. Winnie. If you like. <laughs> yes. So James, what have you been reading recently? Um, Thanks for hosting the show. Mate. That's fine. I just, I, I, I figured I'd help you get it back on track. <laughs> you should have sat next pot, to her. I had a pot noodle the other day. I was reading. I was reading that. That's quite interesting. It's one of the nice things about pot noodle. Was quite a lot of read while you're waiting for it to do. Do you know that? But if you tilt it, then all the yeah. I don't like mine too sloppy though. So I'm usually all right. I like uh, I like mine on the drier side because that's how I roll. One of um, one of my so colleagues. It's more filling to me that way. You get a deeper, richer flavour. Mmm, <laughs> pot noodles. I didn't. I didn't know until about two weeks ago that you could even like break the rules with pot noodles. I didn't know. I didn't know. Are you strictly that, to the fill here? I used to be, but one of my colleagues, because we had a at work, they had a, a ramen noodle. They call it a concept, which is just ridiculous. It's fancy they've got, pot noodles. I work at university, and they've got like it's a refectory, and so they have their 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 boutique little spots. So there's a burger place, and there's a this, and there's a that. Um, and they they sent round a thing saying they were going to be starting a burrito concept at some point soon. And and I was looking at it and thinking, that's that's behind the scenes speak, that's marketing speak or something. 
And we're at a point now where people are so like full of their own jargon that they forget that, that it's supposed to be specialised jargon. So they're talking about their burrito concepts like and their noodle, their ramen noodle concept. The new burrito concept for 2017. <sighs> it's ridiculous. And you know part of the concept is not serving it on a plate. That's part of their concept. Uh, don't start James on this. Oh, no, it's good. We went out <laughs> to um, the, the Great British Burger Kitchen, Great Kitchen Burger. What? The GBK? The, the Whatever. I like it there. Oh, man, we booked and we got there at seven and the guy uh, who was, he was taking the mickey out of me for booking, there's no one it there. And he thought it was hilarious so I booked. I thought, well, I didn't know you wouldn't fill up. Leave me alone. I cried. It was quite a scene. Did he go to the toilet and cry? Did he just cry oh, in public? Oh, oh just in public. I fell oh, up I, onto um, the floor and wept. <laughs> I had a burger that was a charcoal burger, so it came, like, black as mm. it does um, and this morning I had a very black poo and thought I was dying and then nice. remembered about the black burger and I was like thank God for that because I thought my innards were about to explode <laughs> can I just <laughs> applaud <laughs> applaud your veering away from the there. that was brilliant brilliant um, so you were talking about oh, something I don't even I was talking ramen ramen so my colleague uh, we they, they took away the ramen place the ramen concept really really early his thing about plates I also I get really I end up having arguments with people at the at the place at the food place at work about it, so so I, I'm not allowed to talk about it anymore. But apparently, you can just ask for your food on a plate. I didn't realise that until far too late. I don't feel like I should for have my blood to, pressure. Though. Like a cutting board is meant for cutting. Yeah, it's not meant for serving. They used to serve. They used to serve soup at our place on a bit of reclaimed wood with a little hollowed out thing, and it's a place full of students. So I have no idea how the place wasn't just covered in soup. Because, like, you can't... It's really difficult to balance. It's ridiculous. But anyway, so they took away our ramen thing. And my colleague, who's this lovely little Scottish lady, she's really, really nice. Um, but she also likes junk food the way I do, which is really, really good. And she doesn't look like this all. She's always trying to eat better, but she eats um, pot noodles, and it's good. So she had a pot noodle, and I looked at it, and it was just... She fills it almost to the top. And I was like, yeah, that, is, well, yeah. that is not right. Why are you doing that? You're only supposed to fill it to the fill level. And she said, I feel like everyone got the gist of this story a little while ago. <laughs> it gives it a sort of a ramen I, feel. I just, I just is the point. She wanted a ramen feel. I was literally sat here trying to give you an out. No, I wasn't. I'm carrying on regardless. I wasn't listening to it. When, when we no, podcast together, true. I just have to barrel through you. Otherwise, you talk over yeah, me all the time. Yeah, that's how that works. It's not true. That's a bit true. <laughs> we'll find out later. Maybe. Anyway, <laughs> so you how how much pot? Where, what no. were you why were you talking about pot noodle? You were reading the side of it. Okay. Well, we we were experts on it. We once did a consumer test on uh, two grown men. We did. Yes, we did. Yeah. Did you Real know about that? Real life consumer test. That's we, a pop culture yeah, artifact. And there, there was even video included. It it's was, on the uh, internet. We we were we were testing whether it would be nice to have um, a pot noodle and dunk a pepperoni in it. No. Like a sherbet dip dab. I can tell you yeah. that instantly. Yeah. Yeah. Like a no. sherbet dip dab. Like so, it's like a savoury uh, sherbet dip dab. It was, it was nice. They're disgusting as well. No, well, well, yeah, they are because they've got licorice in. But this is a pepperoni. It's fine. Yeah. Pepperonis are the actual worst. I was. <laughs> that is, this is not that. <laughs> Come on. Worst. The worst. This is really uncomfortable. <laughs> Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> uh, tough crowd size. <laughs> I uh, was in an actual butcher's. The other day, we moved to the area we the, we moved to the area we live in because we wanted uh, a nicer life for our kids than where we were living before, surrounded by students on either side of our terrace. So we moved to a place that had an actual butcher's. 
that's that was my measure. I thought it must be a nice area because it's got an actual butcher's and an actual baker's. <laughs> and and at some point they'll open a greengrocer's and then the butcher shut about a month after we moved up there, which wasn't good. But it's reopened and I was in there and I was talking to him and I was talking about a recipe and I said, oh, I need this and this and this. And he cut it all up for me and it was nice. It was like going to a butcher's, which was quite cool. But then he said, oh, if you're making this buffalo chicken thing, which I was making, he said, what? What goes really nice if you want something a bit spicier is if you if you get one of those flaming hot pepperamis and chop it up, you can put it in there. And I was like, oh, that's a good idea. But now that I think about it, I'm thinking, that isn't what I went to an authentic butcher's for. I didn't want him to tell me to go and buy a pepperami. That's, he doesn't even sell pepperamis. What's he doing? Nick, how many fake butchers have you been to over the years? You just don't see any butchers anymore. How do you, you make somewhere, but that's not true at all. You make somewhere better by calling it authentic rather than just like this, there's a fake butcher's up on the road I quite often go to. It's a greengrocer's. No, it's most. There aren't that many butchers around. I feel like I've lost okay. control. <laughs> Are there? I'm not alone. I've not suddenly gone butcher blind, have I? As you go to, you go to a supermarket, and that's where you get your meat. It's got, it's on a nappy. It's got cellophane over the top. It's on most, a nappy. most places don't have a butcher's within easy walking distance. No, you're right. Why do you just argue? It's like, well, like being it. married. Twice. Well, it's, yeah, but you don't have to argue with everything I say. Yes, I do. <laughs> music. You do a bit about music. <laughs> I don't, well, I try to, but I'm not very good at reviewing music because I'm not. Um, I haven't listened to a new album this year, and it's already the end of March, so that's really bad. Have they released any yet? Well, do they still release them? The Shins released an album like a, two weeks ago, and every now and again, my husband goes, oh, "Have you heard the new Shins album yet?" And I'm like, oh, "No." <laughs> Wouldn't it he? could be good. Oh, I guess you aren't at home all the time. It's not like you're in the house all the time of each other. I, I was, I, my, my outrage at that was, well, how, how doesn't he know what you're listening to? But my wife doesn't know what I'm doing either most of the time. Are the shins popular? Are they, are they cool? Because there's a reference to them on the latest episode of Powerless. Yeah, you've got to remember, you're talking to two men in their 40s, so I haven't got to know who, um, who the shins are. They had a song in... I want to say Garden State, and that's how I knew them. And I was like, ooh, this song's a bit delicious. Garden State's um, the film with Scrubs Man. Scrubs Man, yeah. yes. Um, they probably had a song in Scrubs and all, I don't know, yeah. maybe. It's that kind of ilk, if that makes sense. That sounds sounds cool and yeah. hipstery. Yeah, we watching. We've been re-watching Scrubs, and I didn't realise how much I actually liked it, because I thought it was just marginally funny, but now I realise, actually, it's really, really good. You look sceptical. Well, I think I watched a lot of it. The interesting thing about Scrubs is it that I I learned about um, online piracy, which we won't go into too much mm. because it's totally wrong. Uh, but there was this... I had some friends who were just more worldly than I was and so sometimes they, they'd say well we're off to such and such place but we need to go around to this mate of mine's house and we go around to this guy's house and he had uh, at the time relatively fast internet connection and would I, they'd go over there to talk to him about one thing or another and um, then they'd come away with these little CDs it probably was CDs and not DVDs with a couple of episodes of Scrubs per CD and it was this a weird and um, because we didn't have loads of American we didn't have loads of TV channels back then this is only like the like mid 90s or whatever so um, so it was really weird my encounter of Scrubs was it, it on these little bootleg 
CDs, two per episode, and just an alias as well. The the um, Jennifer Garner show um, was was having to go around to this guy's house, and he would download it off the internet and burn it onto CDs. And I remember it having this. It, it had this air of nefariousness to it. Watching it that way, it was like this really cheeky. We were. It was an inroad to America, a piece of American culture that we just wouldn't have got otherwise. Is that, and it is, was quite good at the beginning. I like the angry guy. The angry guy is awesome. In Scrubs. Dr. Cox. Yeah. Cox. <laughs> well done, Nick. Well That's done. a good name. Is, is this the same way that um, like neither uh, the Blues Brothers nor Clockwork Orange were as much fun once you could buy them legitimately? I don't probably. Yeah. I never really liked Clockwork Orange. Well, I liked it, it until that you could until you could buy it. I liked having a, a dodgy VHS copy. Right. Yeah. I think it's a bit of cachet to it, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Things were like that. Th- you just it was scarcity, Stacy. You're young. You wouldn't know about this. Star Wars but- Holiday Special. Oh, I had a video of that. I was very popular uh, amongst people who would not seen it and thought they might like to see it. Is that the one where they go to Chewbacca's? Island, it's the, it's the one country, where, planet, <laughs> planet. It's the one where Carrie Fisher looks horribly strung out the whole way through. It's a little bit depressing to be honest with you. Be Arthur's in it. You uh, say they celebrate Life Day, don't they? Uh, on uh, Kashyyyk or something. Like he that. mentioned Carrie Fisher, and now he keeps saying things after it that keep making me sad. Okay. Oh, they celebrate Life Day, do they? <laughs> Well, loads of people are in it are, are, are dead, Nick. It's okay. Multiple people who appeared in that are dead now. Let's um, let's list dead people. <laughs> let's not. I haven't been able to watch the third series of Catastrophe because she's in that as well and it makes me sad. Uh, yeah, the idea of the new Star Wars movie is stressing me out a little bit because I feel like I might have a meltdown in the cinema. But I think I might not be alone, so I think it'll be okay. I think a lot of people will be sad. Like everybody at the end of Logan. Like everybody's just crying all over the place. I don't think everyone's seen it yet. I haven't said what happens. Why? What happens at the end? Emotionally (laughs) resonant. Because that's how films are. Well, that's how most films, that's how most good films are. So not most superhero films, but definitely this one is emotionally resonant. Things happen, it has an emotional resolution, and you feel something at the end of it. Rather than just recognising characters and going, oh, I recognise that character from the comics, which is how they do most of these things, Marvel Studios. I don't know, I felt quite emotional when I watched Superman. I am really angry all of a sudden. (laughs) What? What's wrong with Superman? Oh, nothing, it's a perfect (laughs) film. Yeah. Yeah. That's not the one where Richard Pryor. No, the, the, it's not. The, 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 I've always thought this would be the best sort of scam is where he finds all the half pennies left in the system and, and gathers them, like finds a way to hack the mainframe into whatever it was then and gets all of the half pennies out of the bank system and he becomes a millionaire oh, overnight. That would have been brilliant if only they'd done that story. Back when. Uh, <laughs> back when. <laughs> a million was a lot of money. What. But they did. They did that in Superman 3. Superman 4 Atomic Man, isn't it? When they, It was like a cheap knockoff Superman, but with Christopher Reeve in it. Is that the one where they where they tried to save the planet? Yeah, probably, yeah. That's for peace. Yeah. 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 Is yeah. it? Yeah, so you know... Are you not getting film? it mixed up with the Rocky movie? With Dolph Lundgren. Wasn't he only in two no, no, movies? No, he was He-Man. Is he in a Superman movie? Yeah. I don't think I've seen Quest he of Peace. He was also in He-Man. He was He-Man. Oh, that's another great film. I actually, no, I actually legitimately <laughs> like that film, so okay, don't that's you dare. Good. No, you're, I'm going to IMDb Dolph Lundgren now. I'm sure he's thing. been in many things. He looks like he's... 
It's going to sound really mean, but now he kind of looks like a partially melted candle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which, Sounds uh, a bit a bit mean. Stresses me out a teeny tiny bit. He was in the Expendables, I think, or one of the Expendables. A resentful bag. Of which walnuts. is a lot of partially melted candles in a movie, isn't it? Um, <laughs> that was me not being mean. I, I I just think he can take it. I reckon. Yeah, I, I don't think he yeah. cares what I've got to say. Well, to maybe be he Most people don't. That's his problem, Stacey. To be honest with you. Yeah, more people should definitely listen to me. Yeah. I don't like what I don't like what Hollywood or the world looks like now that geeks have won, because it's basically a whole bunch of franchise, a whole bunch of big franchise movies with casting. Uh, agent people who aren't really trying very hard that makes the whole Kevin Bacon six degrees of separation thing too easy anyone can do it now because basically you just have to find a Marvel movie that enough people are in and then link that to a Lord of the Rings Tolkien movie that enough people Benedict Cumberpatch if you manage to link someone to him you can link him to pretty much anyone and each actor is in like every, I'm, I've got really why, angry why, so why am I so I angry I, I understand your point but I don't understand why it's upsetting you it just makes me angry why I don't like to, you're angry that people are in films it means that if you don't That's like what films it, are for it means that if you don't like an actor and they happen to get on the right radar I'm thinking specifically of Benedict Cumberpatch I, and Stephen I Fry I would not have a bad word said about Benedict mm-hmm. we're not allowed to say any bad words Stacey it's pre-watershed <laughs> <laughs> no he's an adorable adorable man and and that's the end of that. He is not. That he is brilliantly. He is horrible. I am. Why? I don't know. I just really took a dislike to him, and I can't. Jealousy. Get... How would? Why am I? Je... Why would I be jealous of Benedict Cumberbatch? <laughs> um, the fame, the money. He is really wins. famous and successful, and he's quite. He's quite good, I suppose. And he looks fantastic with ginger hair. I think we discussed this last night. But what a great year! Mm. Love a good ginger. We do. What's he color. been gingering? It's, that's his natural hair color. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's a natural ginger. That's fascinating. Oh, he pulls it off really nicely. I wish he'd do that more. I'd like him more if he had... You'd like him more if he was yeah. ginger. Well, my, my naturally <laughs> naturally gravitate to the underdog. Fair <laughs> You think he has never been picked on just for having that face? Well, yeah, maybe, and that name. I get picked on for my surname, so probably, or I used to. Is his name actually Benedict Cumberbatch? Well, you wouldn't choose that, that name, would no. you? Some people choose stupid well, stage Engelbert names. Well, Bert Engelbert Humperdinck, that's not his real name. That's equally as ridiculous. What's his real name? I don't Mike. Something I don't I'm going to look this up. <laughs> I keep Mike. not looking, so Mike I keep Humper- getting distracted. Mike, Mike, Mike uh, Humperdinck. <laughs> no, I was going to say, I mean, Elton John's not the best name you could have chosen. It's definitely better than his But it's only name, got but... three syllables. If you're going to make a name up, you mm. go with something easy don't you Elton John that's three syllables you don't go with Benedict Cumber Patch that's it's batch. six syllables stop saying patch batch <laughs> you're going to pick on me getting one letter wrong in Benedict Cumber Patch's name I don't like you calling him Benedict Cumber Patch because it feels aggressive do you love him a little bit I mean yeah like a lot I'd listen to his voice all day. Oh, uh, I'll take a question from Mike. Yeah, sorry, no, his full name is Benedict Timothy Colton Cumberbatch. That is the most perfect thing I've ever heard. He's so relatable. Oh, look, we've got more questions. <laughs> oh, he's turned, he's turned into a press conference. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'll take a question from Reuters. That wasn't a question. That's no, that's good. true. That's a good point. That was just Neither a was that. That, that wasn't was a, a question. statement as well. This has got out of control. No more statements. Does anybody have any actual questions to stop Nick from going off on another one? No, good. She's right. <laughs> I, mu- I must be stopped. 
<laughs> I love you, Nick. I, don't, I just don't understand you. I don't think. I don't know if anyone does really. There was a whole. Did you not follow any of me talking about the whole trying to get a diagnosis thing? Last. Never mind. We don't need to go into it here. That's the other. That's the other <laughs> that's podcast. podcast. Um, yeah, so. I agree with you on the whole film thing. Only my person that I find annoying that even in everything is Jamie there's a bit because I love Team America World Police we're not just all being ableist that's a quote it's a direct quote so it doesn't count it's fine but because of Team America World Police when I saw the Born, what's the first one? The Born, is it the Born Identity? identity. When I saw the Born Identity, the first time, the first thing he really says, they find him in the water, they pull him out of the water, he's uh, like jobbing around on the boat, not really knowing who he is. And the first time he looks in a mirror, he goes, Who, who am I? And I couldn't, it just instinctively came out of me. Matt Damon, you can't not do it. No, I have. It's it's almost like a Matt Damon Tourette's that I have because literally whenever anybody brings him up in conversation, I just like, Matt Damon, and it gets really inappropriate. Uh, I used to like him, and now I don't like him. I quite like the the Bourne movies, the first couple. I quite them. liked them. They're good. I don't know why I have a pop culture podcast. I haven't seen or heard it. That's good. Well, it means it means that you're always learning. If you'd already seen everything, then you'd be having to cast your mind back to stuff you'd already seen. This is true, and my mind is feeble. Whereas now you get people come on they talk about something <laughs> and like you learn about stuff and then you watch it and you talk about it on the next podcast it's fine it's good but yeah he's he hasn't made it into the Marvel Universe yet though has no. he because that's the, the the they literally keep do we not think well, he'd he, been a bit of Hawkeye he can't he can't because he's DC won't he because of Ben he doesn't want to oh, oh man oh yeah maybe yeah but ben, ben Affleck doesn't want to be in the DC movies anyway, <laughs> does he? by all accounts gentleman at the back just made the point I was just about to make now I wish to raise an objection can I have a moment can I have a moment at a time of the court please I, no you're alright <laughs> serious no you are on this podcast you are allowed to talk no but I've written the joke it'd take me weeks to hone it I'm gutted <laughs> I am, um, but yeah, it, it just seems like. And the thing is, whenever something happens, it's like whenever the doctor needs replacing, or it sounds like Daniel Craig might be leaving James Bond again, mm-hmm. it's. Um, and people have their own agendas, and I don't actually have any problems with any of the agendas that people have about these that the doctor should be female, etc., etc., etc. But it's like people can only think of five different actors and it's the same different actors all the time I don't think Idris Elba wants to be James Bond but his is the name that keeps coming back (laughs) coming up every time there are other black actors that people haven't even heard of and and so and that's what it's what keeps happening and so and, and people get excited about the casting in every film about about films that they're going to complain about for six months after the fact regardless so it's sort of it's just very weird I find it very weird, Stacey. No, I agree. There are I, um, more than seven actors. There are. There definitely are. No, because did, didn't Neil Gaiman write that there's only only seven seven artist stories in it? Sorry. It's only a, it's <laughs> it's basically <laughs> Hollywood has become a little bit like when you watch an Australian soap or a film from Australia, where like everyone in it you've seen in everything else. <laughs> it's it's basically like that. You would not believe how excited I was when I saw the Star Trek movie, that one of the newer ones, like the first newer one. That's the only one anyone really got excited um, about. No, just because I recognised somebody in it as being from Home and Away, which was is it not what usually happens, it's usually the other way around. No, it's um, Hemsworth. Uh, he's, he plays like somebody's dad. 
dad at the start. Oh, he dies yeah. like instantly. Yeah. Sorry. He plays someone's um, dad. So, at the like Kirk or Sp- Kirk's I'm dad assuming Kirk. <laughs> I'm assuming Kirk. I yeah. did not like that movie, and I've forgotten everything about it except yeah. that I went, "That's Kim from Home and Away." When I was watching it, and Rich was like, "Calm down, we're at the cinema." Which one's it? Yeah. Um, from Home and Away. He, he, Chris uh, Hemsworth. Yes. He yeah. was in Home and Away. Yeah, he Get used to off. do a cert. He was well fitted. I did not know that. Well, the thing is, the thing is, the problem now is that back then he, I was comparing him to other people in Home and Away. Uh, whereas now it's like, you're in a movie with Chris Evans. Sorry, I bet just stop drawing. Right. Yeah, that's fair. There's actually. that scene. That scene, I'm going to bring it up again. The helicopter. It's the only good scene in Civil War because it's just Chris Evans versus a helicopter and his biceps are just rippling in the sun. It's glorious. Oh, this is the most animated I've been. That film, that film is actually... I feel like I want to defend Civil War. Um, that Wait. film is actually a lot better if you if you uh, consider that uh, consider that it was intended as a comedy. If you watch it, if you watch it head on, it's just not really. Never mind. No, we don't have to complain. There's plenty of good stuff. There is Let's talk like this. Don't kick the table, don't Nick. Ki- Jeez, you, Louise. How long have you been doing this? <laughs> This podcast, this one, not this particular one, like just podcasting in general. Um, what is good? I found. <laughs> what, is good? <laughs> what is good? I need to. I need to look up what the name of this band. Yeah. So I've been uh, after resisting it for a really long time. I've been using Spotify a lot at work, oh, well and it always. Um, I've been listening to the Discover Weekly thing because we are because James and I are old, and so we yeah. and. <laughs> And I did, and when I listen to lots of music, I like to I like to have quite an eclectic, um, like listen to lots of different things. That's what eclectic means, in case anyone didn't know. So um, tell us what patronising. No, I really, I really, <laughs> I really covered my own stumbling block. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, and and now I can't do that. I literally listen to the same album over and over because yes. I never find anything new. So I've been listening to Discover Weekly um, on Spotify, and it threw up um, a project from a few years ago by Kim Yard Dawson. Who my wife and I we listened to lots of Kim Yard Dawson around the time the I think it was the Scott. No, it wasn't Scott Pilgrim. It was Juno. The, there's the a song by the Mouldy Peaches on that, Anything Else But You, and it's kind of oh, the main that song. song in that. And so we listened to lots of Mouldy Peaches at the time, and Kim Yard Dawson is uh, one half of the Mouldy Peaches. And so I was listening to um, this Spotify Discover Weekly thing, and it threw up this uh, hip-hop song that I hadn't heard before, and then I heard this vocal, and I was like, oh, that sounds like... Because she's got a really distinctive voice. Um, and it's her, and it's this other guy... And I ended up uh, listening to their whole album, and it was amazing. It's from a couple of years ago, though, so it's not new. But I just need to find out. It's called, kind of it's called the un. Well, while you're doing founded that, or something, I've just realised how close we're coming to the end of uh, my little segment here on the show. And so uh, somebody mentioned earlier that it's uh, it's now becoming a popularity contest in terms of how much money you can raise while your show is on. So everybody listening to this now, give all of your money to us. Uh, if you go to superpod.co.uk, click on the big old donate button. Uh, it's worth it and also it would really make my day and validate all of my feelings about myself so <laughs> and isn't that, that what it's really about i mean it's all about helping the children and you know the 
and all that sort of stuff. But mostly, it's all about, that sort of stuff. It's yeah. mo- mostly it's about making me feel like Personal I'm validation. not a massive waste of time. So oh, if you could do that for me, that would be lovely. We've got generations and generations. Can you donate while of... you're sitting here? I mean, I know your show's next, and you'll want to have like a two grown men bump. But what I really want is a parlour bump. I've got a two grown men bump just here. <laughs> I'm looking up something else on my phone. I can't you be can doing do two that things now. at once. I just wanted to get some donations in before we finish, so that I could claim them as mine. Yeah. Donate now. <laughs> <laughs> the Uncluded. It's called The Uncluded. You've got to fix, basically, we've got to fix those people's noses from that first year of red <laughs> yeah. noses. Um, and it's Aesop Brock, who is a, a, a renowned and respected uh, rapper, I think. I'd never heard of him, but, like, I'm old. So, And Kimya Dawson, and they're called The Uncluded. And I think that it's kind of still going in that they haven't split up, but it started in 2013. And it's lovely. It's like really melodic guitar and and stuff like that and then he'll do some um slight like maybe a little bit aggressive but not particularly sweary um sometimes quite political or ideological uh rap uh with his gruff male voice and then Kimya Dawson will come in with her really melodic um you know someone on YouTube said atonal but I think that's kind of part of the appeal I like it it doesn't sound particularly sort of uh, produced or anything and some of the lyrics on some of the songs she, they do one about a laundry or the laundry or something and she links going to the laundrette to her experience of life in a way that in the middle of the night I got quite sad I was like oh. I was listening and I started crying but I might just be tired because I got really sad <laughs> watching Sing the other day and that film's awful <laughs> Maybe that's so, why you were sad. I got weeping. I've got absolutely zero interest in seeing that movie. Like, zero. And I love singing. I'm like... That's the reason even, you don't want to watch somebody it. Somebody says the word karaoke, I'm like, where? <laughs> no, I'm going to a karaoke on the 7th of April and I'm fully expecting complaints from everywhere around that building. What will you sing? My go-to song is um, Stay by Lisa Loeb. Okay, how does that go? It goes, you say, I only hear what I want to. I that was lovely. See? Or I do Kiss from a Rose by Seal because that song is boss. <laughs> I don't remember that part of it. But... <laughs> That's the bit where somebody kicked him in his... Did you did you see the, the video that went ry- vi- viral, viral recently viral. of uh, Seal and a, a young busker and he, no. he sang with her? Yeah, it's nice. He seems like a really nice guy. Well, I, I guess. They've all got skeletons in their yeah. closets, all of these famous people. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, Why do you keep taking it so dark today? What's so, happening? It's just you me. It's so me. evil on the inside. He projects it onto everyone yeah, else. Yeah, it's difficult. <laughs> Once there's an audience, <laughs> it just gets worse. Um, there's, I can't really hear that song without thinking of the community, the bit where community oh, uses it. Yeah. I mean, I feel like people think that's what I like to do it at karaoke now because I love community so much. Like Batman Forever. Has but to I mean, be it's, Forever. it's the only good thing about that film, isn't yeah. it, really? <laughs> so. There are a lot of good songs on that film, to be fair. I got into the Flaming Lips because of that soundtrack. Oh, the Flaming Lips. Mm. Do you know they're doing a gig in Birmingham at like this teeny tiny pub soon? They'll do anything they want. I the really Flaming want Lips. To they don't care. It, but I imagine it'll be really packed. Yeah. Like a sardine. Well, if everyone knows about it, if yeah, they're not it, kept well, it secret. Yeah, you should have kept it quiet, really. Yeah, I should have shut my mouth. <coughs> it's not happening. I'm really radio. It's a mirage. <laughs> Were they, were they relying on you to spread the word? Well, I think so. I, well, I saw a poster, so I don't even know if it's real. It might just be, it could have been just a lovely dream. That what a sad dream, a dream I saw a poster. Have you, 
Have you listened to the Flaming Lips reimagining of Sergeant Peppers? I have not heard that. It's quite quite an experience. Quite an experience. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm not going to describe it in any detail for you, but I think Miley Cyrus um, joins the one Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, if I remember rightly. It's suitably psychedelic. That seems like a mistake. I don't know, it works all right. Is this the first one of these so far today where people have got delirious? Because normally it takes at least <laughs> it's really warm. 16, 16 hours of continuous podcasting before oh, things get quite this. I don't know, we've got somewhere to go, yeah. We've got, got so, a hand up. We've got a tweet. Uh, at the moment, the totaliser is that we have 160 quid in. Get in. In, in what? Get in. In the, the kitty. Just in. 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 Yes. Get in. Have I got have I got time to to talk about a pop culture thing? Will it take you more than seventeen minutes? <laughs> oh God, no! I, I literally I literally only want to pay also, lip service. Show is yours, show is so, yeah. yeah, but this is pop, this is pop culture specific. I don't want to. I don't want to. Pop, pop culture banned from your show. Yeah, this year. That's why I have to leave. <laughs> the um, did we move so having other people more. up here with us? Sorry, did we move having people up here with us? Yeah, no, we should definitely discuss that now. Let's yeah. discuss that now. <laughs> <laughs> the um, I don't know. I don't want to talk about this for more than a couple of minutes because okay. it's not really something that I find that interesting. I just feel I'm duty bound to do it. So um, I, there's a sitcom that people like that I personally am not remotely interested in. It's called Seinfeld. Loads of people talk about it. Right. I don't like it. Okay. I don't like it. But don't at me with your hashtags. Right. I'm working on a catchphrase. <laughs> That's good. Um, a friend of mine and another friend of mine have uh, started doing a podcast where they go through every episode and do like or kind of audio commentaries for it. I'm not sure if they're going to keep up that conceit. It's good. Um, the, the idea that people would be listening along while they're watching the thing seems odd. Seems but arrogant. But it, it does. It does seem quite arrogant. Yeah. But it's called Hello Newman, and you can find it at. Where is it, James? I believe it's called Hello Newman. Uh, subtitle: Not another Seinfeld podcast. But that isn't all in the URL, is it? The URL is the web address at the no, top. No, that's the full title <laughs> of it. I mean, I think I'm I'm within my rights. James is one of the people on it. <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, HelloNewmanPod.com is the uh, URL. Well, I just redirected the other 10%, to be honest with you, which is a site that we post stuff that we do. But not, not this time. show, though. No. No, we don't do this. This is Stacey's. <laughs> Stacey has had some amazing guests on. Including us. No. Amy has had... Uh, Amy, that's my wife. <laughs> Sorry, Stacey. Oh. Stacey has. Is that like? That's like when you call. That's like when you call your wife mum. That's. It's all very confusing. So, um, which I've seen people do on sitcoms and stuff. I've never done that at an inappropriate time. The. Um, I can't. What was I? Yeah, Stacey's had some amazing. She's had like as like. Uh, 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 not including us as well as us she's had some amazing yeah. guests on you should go listen to them uh, Kelly Sudaconica is the one that yes. really comes to mind she was fantastic um, who is great and uh, we talked a lot about David Bowie but this was like before he died so it was like really nice and now I listen to the episode and I'm like oh I really should watch those films that she mentions that he's in that I haven't seen so you know the ones that aren't Labyrinth um, <laughs> hands up who likes Labyrinth purely for the cod piece oh Yay! I'm 
not the only perv in the room. My <laughs> relationship with Jennifer Connolly like started then at a formative time. I kind of I used to have a, a theory that uh, for young men certainly your um, like sexual preferences and everything could could be almost formed by what you focused on when you watched Labyrinth. I've come to realise that that's maybe really reductive well, and probably not appropriate. I mean, but what if um, you focused on the puppets, what does that say? It says a lot. It says loads. <laughs> Nothing we can really talk about. <laughs> like it, it says it says a ton. It means you're muppet sexual. That's fine. It's fine. That Doesn't hurt anyone. Be true. What about the muppets? Well, they're not really alive. <gasps> so, <laughs> I'm not sure if that makes it better or worse. But you're a feltophiliac, is that what that is? I'm not, no. I like. I said at the like beginning. I need to get the control back. Hello, yes, Chap in the audience. Just being control. In this scenario, is the puppeteer involved? Or? This isn't helping. <laughs> this is not helping. It would if the puppeteer was involved, though. It definitely yeah, um, there is literally no way this, you can steer this say, way. We were having a conversation about Zig and Zag yesterday, which is now all sorts of imagery is happening in my head. So oh, I you would though, wouldn't you? Which one though, Zig or Zag? Ah, uh, well, in for a penny, in for a pound, mate. Is the watershed? <laughs> is the watershed contextual? Like, is it just swear words? No one's answering. I'm going to say because this is. Ostensibly my show. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> for the listener, I pulled a really hilarious face there. Um, I'm going to say let's not talk about puppet sex. Okay. But you should all go and see Avenue Q. Oh, That's I like Avenue Q. That's really good. About that. That's very good. I like it. It is very good. I took my mum to see that, which sounds inappropriate, but, um, I mean, she's a massive perv and all, so hi, mum. Yeah. It's um, <laughs> where I get it from. It's fine. Um, did, was that the I just, pop culture thing you wanted no, to talk I, about? Yeah, I, I, ju- I just noticed that someone, <laughs> someone's either someone's got a Chewbacca costume or they've an skinned jacket. a Wookiee. Yeah, and it's such an amazing yeah. jacket. A friend and of mine has this and I keep rubbing my face on it when he wears it, which is probably... What does it look like? Oh, oh so it's normal one where... Oh, no, that's quite cool. I like that. Walking oh, so you can beat your back. I've got pop culture. I've got <laughs> pop culture. <there. laughs> is it to do with that coat? <laughs> I kind of. Well, it is. I didn't. Uh, I didn't really like Rogue One. That's uh, in passing. I should have. Oh, I, I should have. It's exactly sort of what I wanted from these films all along. It's a long story why I didn't like it, and not. We haven't got time. But did anyone really? Didn't everyone just assume Han Solo was his name? Yeah. Didn't you just assume Han Solo was his I, name? I, I, the thing is, I. So you're talking about this new story that yes, the, the movie, the prequel, the prequel Han Solo movie thingamajig, is going to tell us why he's called Han Solo. And I feel like there's only going to be two satisfactory resolutions to this. It'll either be that it was handed to him almost like a title, or it'll turn out that his name's like Cyril Bogginson. I would love that. <laughs> if he's got just like a ridiculous name, like I would absolutely love that. And they were, and he was like, well, that, I can't be roguing around the galaxy being a total... Togan Bollig Bogginson. Like, can I say that? Yeah, so yeah I think so. Named after the dog like an Indiana Jones. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> but who named their dog Han Solo? <laughs> to be fair, and I, I, I don't know if this is uh, canonical or or what, but there is a, already a film reference to why he's called. Uh, what he's called so I believe in Cheech and Chong's Up and Smoke. They suggest <laughs> that he's called uh, Han Solo because he's got happy hands. Han Solo. 
you can't see what they're doing. Oh, oh. that's a reference to <laughs> mas- It's the word. I mean, it's in the dictionary. The word masturbation. Oh. You can say that, can't Do you? you? Cricket. <laughs> can you can you leave this for your show so I don't feel like <laughs> no get it so out of your chair? I don't no. want to. There's a third Not at the table. <laughs> Coming in. <laughs> <laughs> Not about that though, surely. Yeah. The table, please. There are three. <laughs> there are three. There is a third reason why he might be called Han Solo that I'd be perfectly satisfied with, and that's that his parents' surname yeah. is Solo, and yeah. Han's a normal name where he's from in his gap. What if he's short for something really rubbish? Han Handlebar. <laughs> yeah, that's an actual name, isn't it? Practically. I mean, no, but okay. <laughs> well, if it was short for hand, if it was short for hand, but on old arcade machines, you could only put three letters in. So, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, around, around my way, most people just wrote Ace. I shortened my name to Nick with a K. I used to put my initials. I used to put AAA. S- I don't know. It used to be Smuff, and now it's Smut. Oh, oh, that's My initials. What was My yours? A-A-A. You're so late. Were you that lazy back that then? That lazy, that lazy, yeah. Mind you, I didn't often get on the top, because t- you had to be like yeah, one of the top ten team. scores. Yeah. wasn't that good on arcades. <laughs> we we didn't have a lot of money, so I couldn't really stick a lot of money in the you arcades. You were talking about arcades, and I was just more thinking about bowling alleys, because those are the things that I had to oh, put my name in. We didn't have those when growing, I was younger. Growing up, though, your parents had a fish and chip shop. Did they not have an arcade machine in the fish and chip shop? So that was no, the thing in the 80s. that's such a stereotype. What about a fruit <laughs> ship? What? <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm being very prejudiced. No, my dad kept it really, my dad liked to keep it really simple. We, although, he did make Yorkshire fish cakes, which are like... How's that simple? That's really complicated. They're like... That's what, that's what I said, although... Yeah. I said he kept it simple, <laughs> although... Because you, you get your oh, normal oh, fish oh, cakes, oh, which are frozen. Oh, People might not know what a Yorkshire fish cake um, is. I was just going to ask, what's, what's a Yorkshire so fish cake? So it's like... So it's literally... You get some cod, cod like, fillet, <laughs> and you get a slice of, like, a scallop of... Um, they call them scallops... But I've heard that referred a to a scallop of scallops. A scallop of potato, which is just like a thinly sliced. Yeah, yeah, bit I love potato. those. Yeah, and um, and you get two of them, like a sandwich, and then you dip it in batter and you fry that, and it's <laughs> like a fish cake, but with potato around. That's it's incredible. Like, it's tasty. It does actually yeah. sound amazing. It's usually really good. <laughs> and then we got a ke- and then like towards the end of our time there, ke- ke- like the giant kebab machine things were starting to get popular. Um, so he got one of those, and that that really changed the atmosphere of the whole place. <laughs> once you once you've got a kebab machine thing in there, it, it's a kebab shop. It isn't a fish and chip shop. It's like anymore. a clarion call to drunkards, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. We were in a very small town, so everyone was drunk. <laughs> yeah. Small English town. We were the only foreign family yeah, there. It was very exciting. I'm feeling great about how things are going in this yeah, country at the moment. Let's, let's, just, let's just not even. Um, I don't how long where, have we got? Like, like only minutes, it's fine. I don't know where I lost control of this, and I'm really sorry. But um, It's when you invited us to come and yeah. do it with you. Well, the problem was, a lot of other people, like I did, you know, not to be rude, but I did mm. ask other people, because I knew you guys were already doing shows, yeah. and I thought, you know, I don't want to ruin your day by making you do extra. Yeah. Uh, but nobody wanted to come to Southampton. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I, don't, but, I know what that means. <laughs> but I will, I will caveat that by saying it did cost me £60 on the train, so that might have been it. Yeah. There's some fine yeah. examples of brutal 
rootless architecture in this city. It's just quite yeah. I mean, there's a lot of really old-looking walls that make me nervous. Yeah, but it's okay because most of them... No, I feel like they look like they're about to go, oh, no. <laughs> most of them have had so much concrete plastered over them that they're perfectly fine. It's okay. And there's like half a castle down there that confuses me. Yeah, that confuses <laughs> a lot of people. <laughs> the a... town, the city, town, we're at... We call, we call ourselves a city, but we don't have a, a cathedral. Is that a thing? Yeah. Yes. Oh, can you have a university in? Ah. Yeah, I know, I work at one of them. Not the... <laughs> Not not the, not the actual the university, one. the other one. I work at the actual one. The good one. Yeah. Well, okay then. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I already set out my stall on how I feel about that. I'm, there's no rivalry. I don't feel weird about it at all. Um, my wife went to the proper one, and I and I graduated. I graduated from the one I'm at now, and it wasn't even a university when I graduated I didn't from. I go to so. university, so I'm casting absolutely zero aspersions around me. I'm starting to think that universities are devaluing themselves an awful lot, to be honest. <laughs> On that note, that's another story. You, I was going to say you probably shouldn't say things like that when you work at one. No. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, to wind down, I think it's probably about time we heard another clip uh, about Comet Relief, why we're here, and uh, what we're doing. I don't know what I'm doing. You're doing fine. I like that T-shirt. <laughs> oh, thanks. It really invites people to look at my breasts. Um, <laughs> Wow, I feel really great about that compliment. <laughs> I wouldn't wear it if I minded. <laughs> Have we got a clip? <laughs> My name is Virginia. I am nine years old. When I grew up, I want to be a teacher. My name is Mohammed. I'm 12 years old. When I grow up, I want to be a lawyer. My name is Beatrice. I'm seven years old. When I grow up, I want to be a doctor. This is a school in Nairobi, and these children are all in full-time education. And that's thanks to your donations. There's a reason why your support is so important, and it's because of where these kids came from. Who used to work on the dump site before they came to school? Because for every child who is safe here in school, there are still too many who aren't. Dandora is one of the largest rubbish dumps in the whole of Africa. You see a lot of children, a lot of adult people who come to scavenge here. They scavenge for plastic papers, uh, metal, then they resell it. They also scavenge the food leftovers that is thrown here. And they feed the on food. Food leftovers. So they'll pull food out of this? Yes. One of the children working on the dump and not in school is 10-year-old Margaret. Her mum died in childbirth, so she was brought up by her grandma, also called Margaret. Together, they search through the rubbish every day. Scratching out an existence in this godforsaken place. Margaret, how are you? For how many years do you live like this? Twenty. Twenty years. What's the best thing you've ever found? Cherry. Cherry. Rice. As food. Rice? Yes. Rice? Mm. That's the best thing you've ever found? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Thank you.
As if working on the dump itself wasn't bad enough, there's something far more alarming happening to the little girls like Margaret. That is the man there working. No good. Try to come there to start even maybe like a Margaret. So already somebody has tried to abuse her sexually yes. on, yeah. on the, on on the, the site. Dump, at the dump site. And you're 10, you're 72. My mother's the same age. Your mother, 72. Thank you very much. Yeah. You've got another mother. i got second mother. You're my African mother. <laughs> yes. That will do me. It's hard sometimes to put yourself in someone else's shoes, but speaking to Margaret, I know why she took her granddaughter on the dump. I don't know why she's had her there for 10 years and I know why they go every single day. Because she's got nothing else. She's got no other choice. And I know I'd do it. I know my mum would do it. My grandmother would have done it. You just do, because they've got nothing else. Margaret shouldn't have to eat leftovers on a rubbish dump. She shouldn't have to be scared of men who want to abuse her. She should be in school. And it's your donations that can make that happen. I look forward to a day when I never have to come back to a place like this. And I'm sure we all look forward to a day when we never have to see a film like this. But it's there today. And you can move us a little bit closer. Thanks for helping. <laughs>